that's a triple play. New episodes I can't wait. Yeah. Open your mind at the first gate. Press play, no need to debate. AOA, check me out. Look. Clocked in, you can catch the hype. Golden Dawn, how we follow the light. Anime like life. Uh, married to it, my wife. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages? Welcome back to the AOA show. I'm your host, as always, Ian, along with my boys, Isaiah. Yo, yo, yo. And Gavin. What's <laughs> And today we are going to talk about Tower of God Season 2 Webtoon. We're going to be covering episodes 29 to 37. If you all missed the live stream, you should definitely go check that out. It was a blast reading through these chapters, like an absolute blast. Um, but before we get into that, I just wanted to relay a couple announcements, being that these videos besides live streams, generally have the most reception and views. So I'm assuming that most of you will be able to now be in the loop after watching this video. So number one, for those of you who don't know, by the way, apologies if you do know already, but here we go. For those of you who don't know, our channel has unfortunately received two copyright strikes, both from uh, Sword Art Online Reactions. Uh, we thought the first one was a fluke and then realized it wasn't <laughs> when we got hit by the same exact people for another one. But now we've learned our lesson that if a company that large is hitting us for a show that popular, that we should probably piss off after the first strike and not try and push our luck on a second. But with that being said, we have refrained and will be refraining from releasing reaction videos um, of any sort until at least one of those copyright strikes is lifted, if not both. So we're talking like late October before anything tends to be, you know, clear up mm -hmm. um, in that respect. So anyone right. who's been, you know, going for the God of High School ones, things like that, unfortunately, we won't be posting those. But we are still recording for God of High School, those of you who uh, are fans, we are still recording our reactions to them. We are still editing them. And we are planning on releasing them to our YouTube channel in some way, shape, or form. Um, not now, but just when all of this blows over so that anyone that was mm -hmm. following and wants to see our genuine reactions can watch those later down the road. So just bear with us there, and thank you for your patience on that. Number two, if you are watching this, um, or you, I'm sorry, if you watched the live stream earlier today and you were a little out of the loop because I had some people in the comments asking, uh, Gavin was not, not with us for the live stream. Womp womp. He was, uh, he was sorely missed by a lot of people. It was really funny to see all the love for Gavin on that one. Um, but in general, and I mean, Gavin could explain this better, but just a, a short summary, uh, we are living life here. And as much as we want to devote every waking minute, hour, and second into this, which we try and do, put blood, sweat, and tears into it, uh, we have to sustain a livable measure for ourselves. So Gavin has a job. Said, Gavin has a job. That's So <laughs> with that being said, we're trying to organize our schedule around that so that we can incorporate Gavin as much as humanly possible in the show, obviously, um, you know, and, you know, navigate it uh, like that. But with that being said, we are three different individuals with three different lives. So there may be a time i.e. the stream today or mm -hmm. times or unfortunately if Gavin is not available to record and we have to get something out like that's time sensitive or whatever is going on that Isaiah and I will take you know mm -hmm. take up the mantle hold down the fort and record that in Gavin's stead but that doesn't mean yeah. Gavin's going anywhere in those terms he's just you know trying to navigate mm -hmm. life so those are the announcements that I just wanted to throw on the table real quick. Everyone should know now, and I shouldn't see any comments asking me any questions And we have on it. a new schedule, <laughs> yes. i.e. because of Gavin's job, which is posted on all our social medias. Um, and by all our social medias, I mean Facebook and Twitter, because <laughs> um, those are the only ones that let you pin uh, posts yeah. to said pages. That's so really look at those, right. check those out. Yes. Um, it's also on our YouTube community tab. Um, so, yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Good call out. Yeah, so new schedule, obviously, along with that, and you can check that out there. Mm-hmm. So that's all the announcements. We're going to get into it, but make sure if you guys like the content today that you were liking, subscribing, hitting that notification bell, sharing with your friends, and commenting your thoughts down below. What did you think of our discussion? What did you think about these chapters in particular? If you don't have us on socials yet, that's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow us there to keep up to date with what's going on with the show. If you want to listen on your car ride or while you're mowing your lawn or doing some sort of housework or chores, we are on audio only platforms. So mm-hmm. if you didn't know, now you know. It's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, etc. Make sure you guys are following us on your favorite podcast platforms. And lastly, if you guys didn't know, we have a Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash AOA show where you can get exclusive benefits and tiers and all that kind of stuff. And the last one that I have to get used to incorporating into uh, into these plugs now is that we have a Discord. Discord. Yes, and we're really excited about that. We saw a lot of new faces join in today after yes. our live stream, which is really mm-hmm. awesome to see. I'm really excited to build this community and have all of you guys have this banter with each other and a more personalized space. So we do have a Discord server now, and you can find all of those links in the description down below. But anyway, let's get into this freaking analysis here. I have uh, said enough on all that kind of stuff. So we jump right in, and uh, we are on the third test floor, um, or the third test, rather, on the 21st test floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, We meet a new uh, supervisor (laughs) here who has a great character design. I really love how they are... Basically taking, like, especially with Love and now this, where mm-hmm. they're taking these, you know, the supervisors and they're making them seem so unassuming, like kind of like yeah. your Han Song as well, right? Because he's, like, relatively short. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, you know what I mean? Like, unassuming. And it's just funny because, again, it just shows that appearances almost mean nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? In they terms literally of look level. like kids, but they're, like, <laughs> a thousand years old. And you're, like, all right, bro. But, like, honestly, he looks like a G. Yeah. So, I, so I like pretty comical because they get into the testing arena and they're supposed to fight, I guess, another team or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. basically like, yeah, they all ran. Like, they, they don't want to <laughs> They don't want to fight you because you got Viola on your team and they're probably scared of him. So we're actually going to do a different test. So they go, okay, what do you mean? So we flash forward. We go to, like, this giant boat thing, you know, that they're on, uh, kind of like a cruise ship. And they're like, well, what's going to happen? Happen when all of a sudden this giant thing called a, a Zigena blasts out of the water, which is essentially a whale of some, you know what I mean? Like of the a whale, cow whale. Yeah, a, cow, a cow whale, literally. It, it goes moo. So, yeah, it literally goes <laughs> moo. I know, yeah. but like, I didn't put two and two together until you just said that, and I was like, oh my god, a cow whale. Can dude. you imagine a whale with udders? Like, with an udder? <laughs> now you don't want to imagine it but it's already in your head that would be one giant ass utter <laughs> i don't even want to say i want to kill myself because you're going with me at that rate yeah. so <laughs> i'm just gonna leave you with that thought don't think about it too I hard you. anyway so they get on top of this thing and basically the objective is to obtain this um this jewel that's in like or this flower rather mm-hmm. that has like a jewel style yeah, thing. It produces a jewel. Yeah, it produces yeah. a jewel, right? And it's only found in the stomachs, <laughs> uh, inside right. these, you know, like these animals in inside the animals. Exactly, right? So he says, mm-hmm. okay, they're very rare. They only go in here, and these animals are bordering extinction mm-hmm. at this point. So it is your job and your test right now as a team to go into this animal and obtain said jewel and bring it out. Mm-hmm. If you are able to do it, you win. If you don't. You fail, right? Mm -hmm. There's a caveat, obviously, as all these tests have, in that the creature will flip because it has two blowholes on top and bottom. It will generally flip every 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So when you're inside this ginormous being, obviously that could produce some problems, you know, so you have to make sure that you're timing this properly, Mm -hmm. essentially. Um, 
So anyway, uh, let me fast forward a little bit here because that's basically all the panels that I just explained. Um, but it's a very interesting test, and uh, you know it was really exciting when we were doing the live read through to be like, what is going on? So they enter yeah. through the blowhole. But were you going to say something? No, I, well, I just it's funny that when I'm thinking about it now, looking back, before I was like, I was like, yo, like fuck these administrators and test people who are just like making these stupidly impossible or like ridiculously high risk tests as like a oh like this was one off like I just thought of it and it's like no nigga clearly planning went into this like but now that I think about it after reading the chat after having read the chapters they make a comment specifically that basically states that the whole point of sending them in here was to get Viola in here because they want um you know he who must not be named I'll wait till for his entrance um to eliminate him. So essentially, mm-hmm. this whole, all of this was just to kill, like, it was just to make sure that Viol doesn't, uh, pat, like, that he doesn't get past this test. Mm-hmm. Which it's like, in my mind, I'm like, so we were just going to kill all these motherfuckers, bro, just to get Viol. It's like, and, mm-hmm. and this was on the chance, right, that their rival team happened to quit. And it's like, they didn't quit, nigga. You fucking, <laughs> you got, you killed him or you got rid of them or something. Like, they would, there, maybe there is no rival team. Like, don't fucking play me. Yeah. I know what's going on here. I'm, yeah. I'm coon braining up here, bro. <laughs> I'm coon. I'm coon braining, all right? All right. I know what's happening here. Oh man, that's funny. So they take a motorboat, essentially, and I thought it was funny. The supervisor had a little floaty with him, and he's <laughs> like, Yeah, take the boat. Like it'll be cool. And we have some funny panels where Jan tries to, you know, produce the flame, but then totally like burns the motor black. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but then the thing just eats them. You know what I mean? So yeah. they didn't have to do yeah. anything flashy. <laughs> and what happens is that they all get separated in different groups, right? The classic thing. And they're all gonna have to work together, but separate in order to complete this this uh this task. So they come across, um, well, not quite yet, but they, they uh, are on the hunt for said jewel and flower when we see a gentleman um, seemingly taking a nap taking maybe. a nap or whatever. Nappy time. Nappy time next to it. And we go, well, who is that? And we see the the snapback and tattoos. The, the tattoos. <laughs> this is what's, this is what's ha- hilarious, right, about this character because it's like you want to like have this grand entrance. Like, who could it be? But he literally has his freaking name plastered across his back, which is hysterical and fits his character oh, really? so well. I yeah. actually didn't realize that. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, kidding. I'm, like, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was like, are you blind? <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody's watching and they're like, oh, oh that's like their awakening. Ah. <laughs> I thought his name was Cube. <laughs> no, but he has uh, his name tattooed across his back, and it is. Is the one, the only Yurik uh, Mazzino, which obviously this back tat, I mean, minus the name really is pretty freaking dope, but it's just hilarious <laughs> because it just go, goes to show this character as we get more into it, how damn prideful and cocky he is and confident that, you know, there's plenty of people that want his head and, you know, it's, there are a lot of like legends that circulate around the tower because it's so vast and so large mm, right. that just because like Yurik is a wanted character or there are people that are out to get him doesn't mean that everyone's going to know exactly what Yurik looks like or what, you know, if he disguises well. But this guy doesn't even wear a shirt and just plasters his name on the back of his, on, on the, on his back to invite anyone that would try and come mm, and oppose him, which mm-hmm. is just awesome. And I can't wait to get more into this character as we go into some of the future panels. Um, but this guy is just an interesting, He's an interesting one. Yeah, he is fucking mm-hmm. awesome. So, anyway, so that was the end of that chapter there. Um, 
Anyway, so then we get on um, to Jan, who is then talking to Bam mm-hmm. and, you know, upset about something because she's upset that everyone fucking went away. Whatever. She's fine. She's kind of irrelevant <laughs> for this. I'm not going to lie. She's kind of <laughs> she's irrelevant. Fine. She's irrelevant. It's she's, like the biggest attempt to be like, all right, I don't really know what's happening here, to but be fair, well, let's just like, skip her forward. only <laughs> real relevance, I believe, comes at like the end of the read through for mm-hmm. us because, you know, the, the flower ties back to the Jan family right, yeah, and how yeah, they yeah, do yeah, it. Right. But right now, you know, she's just kind of bitching <laughs> about everything. She's bitching. So we go back to these folks and they're trying to search for it when we come across um the dreaded uh hula hoops, hula hoops <laughs> um or fruit loops as as a, we'd <laughs> like to loops. call them as as well of doom or whatever these things are <laughs> you, you we literally i don't think we got an answer on this right i don't think they really explained um, not that it really matters but it's just like okay like these things are just yeah, inside this I think it's just thing. A yeah. thing floating in his body and, and they go you yeah know. no it was really cool though um when okay, so they they're like, how are we going to traverse this? Right when they notice that all of a sudden the flower with the jewel in it is behind them on mm-hmm. top of this seeming like a pig, a pig essentially that's running away, and so Wang, you know. Right off the rip, hilarious, because he just starts chasing it, talking shit to it. He's like, doesn't follow any procedure. But it was really cool, at least at first. But it was really cool, uh, something I'd like to highlight, the teamwork that we that oh, we yeah. saw displayed yeah, here yeah. and otherwise. I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on that, but I, I thought that was a really cool thing to witness. Well, it's great because now they're actually shedding light on characters who haven't like really been in scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, like the little girl, her name's evading me right now, and um, Glasses, Easy. you know. Oh, me singing, me you know? singing, ghosting. Like yeah. we actually, I don't think we even knew what they did or had like an idea of their capabilities until this yeah. actually right. happened. I mean, it's, and it's assumed obviously that they are one of the positions, right? Whether it's a fisherman, lighthouse, whatever. But like, it's nice yeah. to see them utilize set whatever their you know skill is Correct. Um, together and like so succinct. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was saying this during the stream, but like particularly when you see like in panels like this, and even before, and you'll see one more, I believe, sort of towards the tail end. Um, how SIU builds and like builds exposition into the reading and into mm-hmm. the panels and in mm-hmm. a way that's not so invasive as to be like, all right, stop reading the story and take this exposition and now keep going. It's like something will happen and somebody will say something like Prince, for example, will be like, uh, what is it? I think it's called a three light, three field something. Yeah. What is he? Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I think it's back up. The three field lighthouse. No, he's no, no, no. Right it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, okay, lighthouse, triple That's what field. It is. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, you're field. like triple field. Is that like a technique? Is that, and then you literally will scroll up a, a half a panel and there's a, this description, which is funny because it's just something that, like Actually, literally a random thing made he up. made up. <laughs> but like, there's more instances like right before with Wang and company where like, it, he will just literally take that little paragraph or blurb to mm. explain to you, give you the exposition, to mm-hmm, tell you yeah. what's going on, and like that's it. That's all you need. You don't need, you know, it's just enough to like yeah. take in and keep going with the story, and it yep. just it it doesn't interrupt the flow, which I just really I love. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree. So then we have a uh, teddy bear and Prince, as referred to in these panels, um, who get split off as one of the um, one of the groups, right? And uh, basically a creature comes through like a parasite of this giant whale. And, um, you know, teddy bear kind of dismantles it relatively easily. One punch. But then he realizes that he's like, wait a minute. I think this thing was running from something. I don't think it was running at us in particular. Right. Mm. When all of a sudden this, you know, he looks up above and it looks like all these dead creatures or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Or, or just one of them just gets slammed to the ground at, you know, blindingly fast speed. And mm. that's when we realize that it's not a creature that we need to be scared. Well, I guess you could call him a creature, but it's not necessarily a creature we need to be scared of. It's a man. And right away, um, you know, 
Teddy Bear notices. He goes, "That's," and he and he already knows. He goes, "Prince, you gotta, you gotta go." Yeah. yeah. And so this is something interesting with Teddy Bear. I'd like to say too, because at first, actually, when we were live reading, um, I was like, "Okay, maybe it's that he's that good at sensing like a power level, as it were, off the rip." But it is interesting now that he uses the words "no, that's," and like I don't even think he saw his back tattoo yet. So I think it's interesting that he might actually know who Yurik is. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like beforehand. I think, he, I think because I think we referenced this in last week. I think Teddy Bear no is somebody of more importance and knows a lot more about mm-hmm. the tower than he than his character might initially lead you to believe. Yes. So my point being is that I think he's been around the block a couple times, yeah. and so I definitely think he instantly recognized Yurik mm-hmm. like from sight. And you know, with even him with his reputation was like. No, this is, we yeah. got to go. This There's a reason news. why he has to hide his identity and exactly. that he's withholding it from everybody. Exactly. And like, it's that pinnacle that we're going to reach eventually where it's like, that's why you weren't saying anything yeah. because yeah, yeah. definitely shit would have got stirred if anybody knew who you were. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. He, so he knows like yeah. already that he's outclassed and yeah. he's like, Prince, like we got to go. And yeah. Prince is funny. We get into it in more panels, <laughs> but he's just like the cockiest if he might be even cockier than Yurik to yeah, be completely he's got the honest. same level of confidence with like zero <laughs> skills to back it up yeah. <laughs> I know it's insane like yeah. let me at him I'll kill yeah. him in an instant at it's least like, Wangnam knows that he though. doesn't have the ability to and like recognizes yeah, it but yeah. plays it off where like this motherfucker just goes with it he's oh, like nah yeah. dude I'm good and it's just so funny because it's like Prince you don't yeah. know how lucky you are to have yeah. people in it's your like, friend group or I, I or say your that, father yeah grain of salt yeah to know the people that you know because you would have been dead it's like Bro, you just kind of got woke. Like, you just <laughs> stopped being that selfish prick. Don't die. Don't get yourself killed. Don't do it. You Don't haven't even it, grown man. yet. Yeah, come on, man. So, uh, Bam or Viol hears the uh, the crash and basically ditches Eon. Not ditches her, but he runs towards. And meanwhile, we go back to these folks that are trying to get the pig, and it goes into this little hole. And they're like, "Oh shit, none of us could fit except." Bing, a know. small girl. Yeah, it's just a small girl by the name of saying. So they're like, you think you can do it? And, you know, Papa Raptor is like basically like, yeah, it'll be a good growing experience. You know what I mean? It's like, thanks, Dad. So then, you know, they nominate her to do that. So then we go back to these folks. And again, he's like, you really need to run, kid. And he's like, nah, I'm not running. He's like, you really need to run, though. And he's like, nah, I'm not going to do it. So this whole, we got, you know, Yurik now. He's kind of like talking shit, right? He's like, don't even think of running away if you want to live a little bit longer, et cetera, right? And uh, so under Yurik's assumption, he thinks that these people are rankers mm-hmm. because then what we learn now is that they have been sending rankers <laughs> into this beast because they know Yurik is in there to try and kill him. And Yurik has been fucking these regulars up one by one or one by a thousand. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Rankers. Rankers. You said What'd regulars. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Rankers. Rankers. Um, in there. And he's just dismantling mm-hmm. them with ease, right? So he's like, he thinks that this is the same thing. And he's like, I'm going to destroy you. It's not until... Uh, Teddy Bear says that he's like, what are you talking about? We're regulars. And he's like, what? <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, that's cute. They probably sent you guys in because they're, running, like out of bait, or they're yeah. running out of rankers or whatever the case is. But like, okay, maybe I want, he's like, you know, he calls them babies. Um, and he's like, have you done anything bad to the supervisor? He's like, you guys mm-hmm. just got, you know, put into your death sentence if you try this. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. he's like, you know, but he's like, honestly, it's like beating up kindergartners at this point. So like, I'll let you go. Yeah. And he's like, but, unfortunately you got to fail the test, right? That always seems to be the theme now, at least in season two so far where it's like, love's like, 
I'm going to give you this impossible task. You know what I mean? But, and then like, I could crush you in, you know, but he's like, I'm going to let you, yeah, I'm going to let you off with your life. But there's this like stipulation, you know what I mean? seems to be the same, the same thing. He's like, you got to fail the test, right? Which teddy bear seems to be jumping at the opportunity to do so <laughs> yeah. because he knows yeah. that he is straight up screwed. Uh, or Yang, and um, that's when Viola comes shows in. Up. Yeah, the boy, right? And they have this awesome stare down oh, between the dude. two of them. I just get, love that glance over. Yeah, oh. right. Where we get Urex eye, oh. and then we get Bam's eye, mm-hmm. and um, and Teddy Bear tries to warn him essentially. And that's when you know Bam uh, essentially is like, "Yeah, but like I can't." So right before that, we get uh, some dialogue with Wang and Arc Raptor, where you know Arc Raptor's like, "You've been acting weird. Like, what's yeah. the deal?" And Wang is like, "Well, I kind of figured out what the hell's going on with Bam, and unfortunately, uh, all of his friends get axed if he fails. You know, in, yeah. in one way, shape, or form. Every time he fails, like a friend will get axed. Like he's got to do this, right? So now having that context, we know why Viol is like, "I, I mm-hmm. can't not. Yeah, you know, yeah, I can't yeah. back down. They're like, we got to give up." He's like, the fuck we are. <laughs> Let me at him. He's starting to like really love Rap Daddy just because he's, oh, he's like awesome. just so good I with them. Dude. It's like he yeah. always knows how people are feeling like when they're just off of their normal mindset mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, like, let's, like, I got some tea. I got a blankie. You yeah. go, go, go explain <laughs> it right now. And he's like, big dad. He's he, big dad he energy, is. bro. He's big dad. He's and big he is dad. incredible emotional intelligence like among yeah. almost like all the other characters within his specific group. Yeah. Like he's just, uh, he's mm-hmm. awesome. I've liked him from the from the start. But uh, anyway, so then we get uh, this the stare down again um and he's like you know i'll kill you right and and viol's like yeah but um there's things i really fear more than death so we're gonna do this and then he gets squared up and he's ready to go right and it's at this point um that we actually see what Yurik looks like and this was just (laughs) the best freaking reveal ever because he's literally what we were told is that he was literally based off of slim shady so that's just hysterical because he really does look like him, like to the T and, yeah. but just ripped. Like if, if like yeah. Eminem was just straight up ripped, like out of his bird. And at this point it was like, listen, listen, we get, we're going to get a better panel and then I'll go to it in a second here. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, but, uh, he comes up and, uh, we finally see what he looks like mm-hmm. and, uh, he's like, all right, we're going to square up. So, <clears throat> Um, and he's telling, and then he tells, um, by all rather that the flower you're looking for, um, will fall, um, will fall on it. I'm sorry. Fucked up. If Viol gets the flower before he yes. can catch him, then he'll let him go because he knows that he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you in a split second. And honestly, yeah. this isn't even fun for me. So 100%. yeah, that's what he t- tasks him with, um, mm-hmm. at that point. So and uh, then from there, uh, Bam's like, yeah, got it, whatever. And you're steady on talking his shit there. But then Prince is like, yo, what are you, a coward? Like, you're just going to run away. And that's when there's going to be an alter- uh, ulterior motive to this because, um, you know, Teddy Bear is like, okay, I know Vile's not going to back down here. So we need to do what we can to help him. So he's like, what we're going to do, he's like, page everyone. And he's like, tell him the location and tell him to get there fast. Because when this thing flips is when we're all going to attack him at the same time. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. And you think for a second, it's like, you know that they're all going to get like wrecked. But I think it's really mm-hmm. a diversion thing, you know, yep. at that point, just to kind of save them. So then we get the, you know, we get the, uh, everyone's pocket starts ringing or their lighthouses. And they're like, yo, meet here at the spot, you know, in like X amount of minutes. <laughs> the group we're gonna, text. Yeah, the group text, <laughs> legit. Yeah, where y'all at? Yeah, right. Right. And from this point, we just see how incredibly fucking shredded Yurik is right off the rip. Like, bruh, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? We were saying it in live stream. We were cracking up, right? Because it was like, 
everyone's got like one character that they like pretty hardcore simp over. And generally speaking, each of us have like a female and a male that where it's like, all right, simping is, is justified right now. And for, we were saying for Gavin, it's, it's, uh, it's Lero Rowe mm-hmm. as, as the dude, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Isaiah has coon. Obviously he stated that, but I was like, I was in this thing where I was like, Man, where am I gonna find someone to like? Where am I gonna find a dude to simp? Only on I right could now? find a man that treats yeah, me right. Like how? Where am I gonna find a, like a dude, a male character in this freaking story to yep. simp on? I'm like, I just like, I love them all. They're great, but like, I just haven't found it. Exhibit A. <laughs> I have found it. I have found it, and much more. This is the fucking my favorite character. And ironically, they just need to be half naked, jacked, and jacked. wear a snapback. That's, it. Yeah. That's, That's all it. Is. Yeah. Bro, and like not even just like first of all, peep the aesthetics. Like we got Z's on the floor right now, but like not even that. You know what I mean? Like just more of this character as he gets fleshed out later. This is funny like, with you because I feel like. Now that you've broken up with Rack and like you finally got yeah, into right. a place in your relationship yeah. where like you've steadied yourself and you've moved on, and you're like, you know what? He was jacked, and I really loved how jacked he was, but he just his character didn't have a lot of relevance and urgency in the story. Now you see a Jack nigga who actually does fight and obliterates everybody and has a reputation for doing so. You're like, well, this is what it means to fall in love at first sight. <laughs> And it's a beautiful thing to watch people fall in love. It <laughs> is. Holy shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, Rack, listen, we had a good run, but, like, unfortunately, <laughs> you were just destined to fail from the start. You know what I mean? He's like, you're, you're, your guy doesn't even want to draw you at this point. Like, what do you want me to <laughs> do? You know what I mean? Like, he you. He's like, I tried to love you, yeah, but they didn't give me does, anything to love. They gave me nothing to work with now. I'm sorry. And someone else came along. His name is Yurik. So I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I got there. I had I have Ryun as my as my lady, and we got Yurik as the as the as the homie here. And, There's only uh, one proper female. I was. We were actually asking this. We were curious. Yeah, we were pretty Isaiah sure like, you, you were know, just running the gay thing, where it was like you just had a dude. <laughs> but it's good to know. Do you have you have a, that you have a woman? Yo, Isaiah asked it, and he go, I go, Yo, wait. I was like, I know yours is Yuri. Isaiah. No, mine is and Yuri I'm, too. That's why I always oh, talk her up. Really? Yeah. Uh, we didn't. Know. That's why literally every time he's like Yuri, and I'm like, Yeah. Yes, oh, Yuri. I don't know. Because it was no. like Isaiah had it, and I was like, well, who's Gavin's? The guy Isaiah's like, I think he just likes dudes. <laughs> <laughs> we were just dying. We well, this dying. is wonderful then, because now we can both go to the Church of Yuri meetings. Exactly. Oh, yeah. oh this is great. Yeah. yeah. You'll have to sit outside, obviously, because you're a fucking. <laughs> no, dude, he's not laying on the lawn. Are you kidding me? Dude, you fucking. <laughs> Listen, I'm standing Reun. I don't care what anyone says. Anyway. That's fine. She has a little picket tent in the, in the parking lot. Yeah, she has one eye. Nobody <laughs> likes her anyway. <laughs> Okay. Gavin is so after this like aesthetic thing. He's like, she doesn't even have two eyes. Yeah, what a bitch. You know, like, did, did somebody with one eye hurt you? I don't understand. Oh my god, <laughs> for real, a pirate. He is fucking nightmares of pirates. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> 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 screams in his sleep. Was it the pirates again, Gavin? Was it Captain Hook? Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. So anyway, they're um they're about to brawl, uh, essentially, and like go at it here and you know it's a countdown you know he's like I'll give you it a 10 because he knows they're all going to converge on him when the mm. shit flips at that point anyway so he's like let's have some fun with it so it's down to the wire and he says you're all here so now this was a cool one he's like let's start, start the game the babes you know um, so then he you know he's ready to rock hang on one second ready to rock ready to rock anyway we repeat this panel <laughs> <laughs> for last time on Tower of God but um He's like, uh, you know, so then they got their plan going into action. Um, now, unfortunately, <laughs> Teddy Bear, although he tries to do what he can, um, you know, fails. <laughs> um, pretty, yes, pretty, yes, yes. you know, pretty bad fail. I'm surprised he didn't go full devil mode. Like, I understand why he 
doesn't in terms of like again revealing his identity, but like you know who you're going up against. Like you're you can't be like mid tier if you're versus Europe. Well, that's like, what's you know interesting who is, is that like, whatever uh, Teddy's true ulterior motive or identity is, he mm-hmm. feels it so um, important exactly that he probably be willing to catch a beating from Yurik. Instead yeah. of revealing and it. possibly so like, death, yeah, knowing so you're that, like, this that yeah. teddy bear is straight on some like Akoski level, like high tier wanted list. Where, like, yep. if people find out who and where he is, like, mm-hmm. he, he's just done. People are just gonna be sniping him 24 yep. 7. So, yeah, like, yeah. he's or something like that. Something but, like yeah, that. for sure. I just wanted to highlight this panel real quick because this one was really sick. I like this one a lot. So, he dives, he obviously dismantles everyone, and their cheap tricks essentially do nothing. We get um, Ash Ketchum throws the Pokeball, mm-hmm. and that really does nothing. Um, because we you learn from this exchange here that when Prince goes to attack him with his triple field, you know, made up nonsense, mm-hmm. um, and surprise, surprise, it doesn't work, that he says, well, you, if you guys were to come at me with a lighthouse, you should have at least brought an opera with you. Yes. And we learned what operas are, which are essentially the highest level uh, lighthouse users that exist in the tower. Yep. Yep. Um, so and there's that, three of them, exactly, and they only and affect only him three. for a millisecond. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And it's like, well, okay. You know, it's like <laughs> when you when you know your best, like, highest tier, you know, stats and armor are only going to do slightly more damage yeah, against yeah. the enemy. And it's like... Well, I'll last like a second longer. <laughs> Yurik is a raid boss <laughs> yeah. through and through. Yeah, straight 100%. Up. You can be maxed out on every level and it actually doesn't even matter. You're going to yeah. need a whole Like this slot. is the boss fight in the game you're not supposed to win. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? It's too early in the story. Yeah. yeah. We'll come back to this later. Wait, and he actually fought Jahan. Am I mistaken? Yurik? They don't, I don't know if they I don't think he he's fought, fought him on like a one-on-one. I don't actually even yeah. think he's been to the top of the tower because from what he stated in at least from the panels is that he really has no interest in like either getting to the top or yeah. even confronting yeah. or talking. He may like that's that what I thought, but I feel like I remember something where it was like, oh, he tried to fight him, but like, let's didn't put it this pass, way. But... I feel like he might give the nigga a run for his money. <laughs> well, if he did, <laughs> yeah. that's what but I'm I feel like, like what's yeah. funny again with these characters, you know, you kind of think about like your one punch, one punch man's where it's like, the, the higher they are in like the OP, you know, stat boost level, it's like you have to make them so disinterested in the main plot because it's like, exactly. then why wouldn't he just rush the tower yes. and fucking exactly. snipe Jihad? That was, yeah. you know? that was my thought. I'm like, if he can't do anything to Jihad, then imagine Jihad. Like, yeah. Right, where it's like everybody here is like, like, again, the whole premise here is like it takes it's going to take the whole tower to kill Jihad. And it's like, well, theoretically, it, it could just take a Yurik, right? <laughs> yeah, Yurik, yeah. But it's like, of course, Yurik's like, nah, I don't fuck yeah. with that shit. It's to like, of course fa- you don't. To be fair, Yurik could potentially, Yurik is very cocky and we have know and we know that he's incredibly powerful, but there is, we don't we don't know the full power level of Jihad. Like, Jihad might actually be stronger or... That's true. And field. while yeah. Yurik is definitively probably one of the strongest people i mean obviously one of the strongest people we've met but probably i would say just one of the top tier people in the tower period um this series has gone on you know record here to state that like power is not the only thing you need to obtain victory jihad has the one thing over everybody that nobody else can share and that's influence right Mm -hmm. he he literally runs the tower so like you know as strong as yurik is like I don't actually know if one man on strength alone could yeah. take on this entire tower. Exactly. And regard now, Yurik is like, I could. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He, he, he would say that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. he's like, I don't have any interest in it. Like, I want to escape the tower and I want to see all this fucking amazing stuff. Which, to be fair, dude, like, I don't know. Like, in the tower, they got some pretty nice shit going on. They I do. Say. And also, maybe this is just my poor memory, but 
from my understanding, like the reason people come to the tower is because like there's really nothing going on outside. Like you're here because if you don't try to climb the tower, like you're sleeping in dirt. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. literally rocks and yeah. dirt. Not to mention that Yurik is in a regular, which means he came to this tower from his own volition. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So it's which like which means he like got up here. I feel like jacked up the training, got super strong, was like this shit's kind of boring. It's like, well, <laughs> dude, go to the top. You're not done. <laughs> yeah, or if he did, like he just clearly didn't give a shit. I don't know, like what's going on. He's a very mysterious character and. Obviously, there's more to be said about him, but we just don't know, have sure, the answers sure. yet, so fair enough. Um, but anyway, so he dives at uh, Viola after dismantling the whole squad within with ease, and he's like, you're going to feel the wrath right mm-hmm. now. He's like, if you're going to go up, you're going to feel it. So he does his, um, his like, supreme king, whatever the fuck, and Bam does the floral butterfly technique. And um, at this point, everyone's converging, like, at the last second here, right? The pig, yeah, yeah. The pig with the flower is about to jump out. Meesing's right behind it following suit. And so he hit, he goes to hit him with the Supreme King scorching fist of death. That's a freaking mouthful. So anyway, they uh, they go to collide fists here when all of a sudden Viol notices and Yurik that the pig jumped out and that missing is literally right behind it, which means that she's going to be caught in the blast zone of this attack and die. There, yeah. there is no other way she's going to die. Yeah. You know, if she gets hit by this and that's something that Viola is just not willing to have happen. So he dies. Cause he's bam, bro. He's my boy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> my boy. Um, you know, like a true G does what he, you know, he jumps or whatever, mm-hmm. like shields her essentially from the blast, you know, and uh, and saves her essentially, but you know, really right. pays a heavy price in doing so. He literally almost dies, right? Which is like, whoa, you know, there's like Bam dies. There's like way more things at play here. There's a lot more chess pieces involved. So you know, that was a pretty bold move from him. And at this point, we were like, okay, so how's Europe gonna take this, right? Because yeah. there's like there's two major ways, you know, like the black and white ways that in which he takes this. You know, number one, he's like, ah, what are you, stupid pussy? You know what I mean? Like, whatever, idiot. You know, like, only, like, weak people aren't willing, you know, don't deserve to live. And, like, this, that, and the third, right? Or the other route and the one that he takes, which is awesome that he shows respect for what Bam did and kind of just, you know, leaves him alone Mm. and, and like, sees something in that and sees uh, a noble quality within that, which is really awesome that he pulled It's great, though, that that he still kind of puts, like, his own cocky spin on it. And he's like, well, when you're faced with the strongest possible thing in the tower, (laughs) like, it takes a lot of courage to save somebody. And it's like... I could have said a little nicer, but like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I prefer the third option in that though, which is the What's more the creative one. And that's like Yurik literally hopping on top of fucking Viol and starts like teabagging him and like starts screaming random shit and then just disappears. Yeah, we'll bring that up to SIU. So <laughs> be like, why aren't I writing your story for you? Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, what? You're just obviously it would be yeah, more interesting. You're like Tower of God, that little uh, tiny comic you wrote. It's pretty cool. But Gavin yeah. here obviously has ways to massively yeah, improve yeah. the story. Tower of teabags. What are you going to say? Tower of teabags. <laughs> and then, so Yurik is like, um, is basically like takes the pig mm-hmm. or then, you know, the, the baby thing, which we find out. And <laughs> he's like, thing. you can have the thing you pass, you know, he's like, you guys are dope. And, uh, <laughs> and Viola's dope. And, uh, you know, my life's dope and I do dope shit. So he just <laughs> fucking goes away and he's like, I'm just take this pig now. And, and he just kind of, well, so what it is, is yeah. The, the, so there's a flower on the, um, mm-hmm. On the right. scroll down a little bit, on, not on the pig's back, but right there. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's so the other flower. That's the other one that yeah. he was after, yes. and what what the reason he gives up basically because he's like, Correct. you guys aren't taking this flower, I'm taking it because he doesn't know that the um that the thing gave birth yes, to another exactly. pig, so he's yeah. like, oh, 
I, I don't really, I just need the, the pig because yeah. remember, we will find out later that his whole thing later. is with yeah. c- conservation yeah. of the yep. species. So he's like, oh, all right, fuck it. You guys can have this flower if you want. I'm just take. I'm going to take uh-huh. this I'm going to just destroy the whole economy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take this baby <laughs> and just economy. book it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, that's what he says. And he's basically like, all right, like I'm out, you know? And um, everybody's like, Nuh-uh. that's when they're like, Mazzino, like him. They're like, Yurik, Mo fucking Mazzino. Yeah. So then we come out and we meet um, two characters who we don't know for more than literally uh, two panels. Um, we have <laughs> Terminator and Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, yeah. both in one. I was thinking, or iron, if you wanted to iron your clothes with his fucking head, because he looks like a literal steam iron there. But um, yeah, any whatever <laughs> works. Um, so they got the squad. Clearly, like these are these are assumedly rankers, obviously, and like these, you know, if it wasn't Yurik, would right. be very formidable opponents mm-hmm. and threats to you know to our squad here. So Yurik comes out, and you know the supervisor is like, "Yeah, I brought these guys," and you know, and Yurik's like, "All right, that's that's cute. Like, bring them at me." And he and they go at him, mm-hmm. and uh, unsuccessfully <laughs> at that because he just. <clears throat> Just literally atomic bombs them with uh, the palm yeah. of his hand and <clears throat> just disintegrates them into absolute dust. Um, somehow the supervi- supervisor survived that attack, I guess. I don't know if he was like on the outskirts of it. Um, but, you know, Yurik at that point again One with his cockiness, he's like, dude, two? Really? Two, three? He's like, it's got to be like a thousand for this to even be a fight. It's like, Damn, you know what I mean? Like this guy. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, so. fuck, dude. So then supervisor tries to go at him again unsuccessfully because he gets takes roundhouse, a fucking bro. Air Jordan to the back of his fucking air, neck. Air Jihad. Air Jihad. Air Jihad. <laughs> he takes air, thank you. He takes a, a fucking Air Jihad to the back of his fucking head at like mock speed and just, you know, that's the other thing that you missed on stream. Gavin, we're starting a clothesline of like Jihad Jihad sponsored clothesline. All right. (laughs) And then somewhere like quant has to be a part of it. Like whether it's really going to be on every shirt. Yeah. He has to be. (laughs) I love it. So then he goes into the whole explanation, uh, that he's like, listen, I know that the Yeon family is basically exploiting this animal. Um, because you know, they're trying to make this family symbol and this flower and this, and this jewel very rare when it doesn't have to Mm. be. For profit and, and power. Yeah, for profit and power, all the while at the expense of, of, of wildlife, of the you know, yeah, of yeah. the creature and wildlife. And Yurik's like, I don't play that shit, you know? So he's like, I'm taking this fucking pig. Save the earth, dog. Yeah, save the <laughs> earth. And my ta- my name's tatted on my back. So if anyone's got a fucking problem with it, you could send them directly to my crib and I will fuck them up. Like, I'm not hiding here. So then he goes <laughs> home and talks to Alfred the butler. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we notice that he has a scratch on him, which mm-hmm. for Yurik, it's like, you got a scratch? Like, yeah, like, I don't get scratches. You must be mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but he does. And we realize, because they're like, oh, do you think it's from the, the rankers? Like, don't underestimate them. But he's like, no, it was not. It was from Viola. It's from my nigga, Ben. Yeah, and you're like, what? And he's like, that wasn't just a defensive maneuver that he did. He also was able to combine an attack mm. and save Missing at the same time, which is just, like, incredible, you know, for, bro, for that's lack the of nigga right term. there, bro. That's my boy. Really is, dude. I love Bam so much. Yeah, he says there's a baby Slayer in Fug, um, and he's uh, and he's like keep an eye on him. Something fun is going to happen, and then he just like, you know, insert drip. You know, yeah, he yeah, just yeah. like throws the drip. He does on. the what is it? The min- the Minato fucking Hokage mm-hmm. cloak. Like, yep. I'll yeah. be right back. Like, dog, <laughs> yep. dude, come oh, on now. Yep. So dope. Yeah, it was really so fucking cool. So dope. Oh, yeah, a great he, couple chapters. Yeah, as well. right. Oh, dude, fantastic. So then we go back to. Um, 
Viol here, who is bedridden for X amount of time. He's and a nappy kinda, time. Uh, yeah, it's nappy time. <laughs> we kind of go back into some other uh, characters, uh, stories, and things like that. Um, what's it, this guy's name evades me every Jin time? Sung. Jin, Jin Sung. Sung basically says to to Wang that he's like, listen, I'm not gonna ask you guys, you know, like, but like he's probably gonna find a new team. So like, you know, you guys are, you know, yeah. whatever you want to do with that. I'm not gonna kill you. Get out. <laughs> yeah, or like, <laughs> take that as you may, right? And all the while, also, Jan is going, you know, is basically going through, which we get to in a couple panels, her whole existential thing, where you know, Ryun's like. Wow, Yeon family, you guys are really doing noble shit there. Mm. You must feel proud, huh? <laughs> huh? You really feel proud about that. And Yeon's like, fuck you, you know, and like does her own thing. We got some of the, um, and then, you know, Wang is like, we got to get rid of, we got to get rid of Viol, or rather separate ourselves from him. And Prince is like, fuck that noise. He's got money, <laughs> which is really <laughs> funny. He's like, I'll pay for that. And Prince is just like the worst anyway. But he kind of, um, you know, explains like why. Um, in these flashbacks mm-hmm. and things like that, like why they need to do what they need to do. Um, so I'm going to zip past some of these just for the essence of time here. Um, and then we go to Wang, mm-hmm. who this is a very important scene because, um, you know, uh, he wanted cigarettes up here and Wang gives him lollipops, <laughs> which I think is pretty funny. And he basically is like, you know, the food is ready. You should come and have dinner. Oh, and by the way, we decided we're making our own path and we're taking Viola with us. And it's like, <laughs> and like again, when I think of because we had the comparison last week that Jin Sung is basically Madara to like an OG Naruto as terms of scaling with these guys. Mm-hmm. So like that's who's trying to talk trash to Jin Sung right now, and he's like, "Who are you, child? Like <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you gotta just respect it. Yeah, you know? it's funny. So anyway, from there he's like, "I'm gonna have to shelf dinner tonight because um, there's a Sith Lord in my presence, and that <laughs> Sith Lord is Karaka." So he's like, "You could come out, and then we get this dude again." These fucking character designs oh, are so, so sick, bro. dude. Cool. It's like. I, dude, I don't even know. Like, there are people giving comparisons all over the place. He, first of all, yes, yeah, Sith Lord. They were saying he looks 100%. like a Sith Lord. A thousand percent looks like a Sith Lord. Like, just looks like this fucking... Dude, I don't even know. I can't even explain it. And, and honestly, the fact that I can't even explain fear. it. He just looks yeah, like fear. Just makes it that much cooler. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so interesting 100%. to see his character. I just want to know what's under the mask. That's like what's true, really true. getting to me. Also, big thing to mention here. He Another has ring. the ring. Where have we seen that before? Ring. On ring. So there's something to be said about that and what's going on. You know, like if he's playing undercover or like whatever, like which he must be. Because if his thing is to, to kill Jihad, you know what I mean? Like that, uh, obviously that, that must or be Or I wonder cover. if it's like... Um, Sort of, I'm um, not really like Wang's thing, but I wonder if it's like a fallen from grace thing where he used to be one of Jihad's right hand man, and that's and like that's him becoming a slayer is like something happened basically that he got fucked over, and now that's why he wants to kill Jihad. Maybe the only thing is is that he refers to Jin Sung um, as master, so like I don't know if he would be worthy power level wise to be at the level of a right hand man of Jihad, being that it, he, it's established that we would assume that he at the time at least was much weaker. Well, maybe not like, like I don't mean like Jihad right-hand man as in second to Jihad. I just oh. mean somebody working loyally under Jihad who then got fucked over and was like, oh, that's how oh, you're going to okay. treat me? All right, fuck this that shit. That makes like, sense. Yeah, yeah that, that's a theory. I'm not sure. So hmm. they kind of have a meeting here 
about what's going on and how they want to kill Jihad and how Viola is doing with all this and how some of the elders essentially are being like, yeah, you kind of baby that kid too much. And like, we have a goal here that we need to hit. And like, that's nice that you've taken a liking to him, but at the end of the day, he is a piece. He is a pawn. Like he's got to be able to do the job, you know, in this, in this whole jigsaw puzzle, you know, that we have here. And like, you have to use him like that accordingly. You can't, you can't blow this. Right. And so, you know, we, he obviously gets offended by that. And he's like, fuck those old bags. Like, <laughs> like really? You're not going to do it? But he also says he's like, Viol having more friends means that, you know, we have that many more hostages. So he kind of like turns it around. Right. So you don't know if he's completely serious there, if it's like he's just straight up malicious, if it's, um, you know, he really only cares about Bam and he genuinely means that, or if he's just I think it's a bluff. That. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't. Sure. Yeah, because yeah, we I, definitely I, I get a flashback from him later on in the panels that kind of confirms that like it could be a, either a bluff or he's mm-hmm. on the line. You know. Yeah. Well, fun with one thing that we do know is Karak is like in it to win it in terms oh, yeah, of using Ben as a palm. Oh so, yeah. Like he's like just yeah. straight killing. People I feel like, I feel like Ginseng really is get just this mission done. At that Damn, moment. look at those eyes, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, really it's cool, man. It's really cool. So basically, he's like, okay, I'll relate to the elders what you said because he's like, yeah, go do that. So then he's a lollipop. Um, and then we. We get um you know we get Karaka talking to someone else who Dark we actually Shadow, we yeah. don't actually yeah right facts we actually don't know who the hell it is um, I guess it's Pokin is that his name I guess Pokin <laughs> I mean, yeah fair enough but like he's like find some trustworthy regulars and tell them to keep an eye on the on Viola and his teammates um he's like and if they act the least bit suspicious kill them all. Uh, them all. Yeah, so he's like, he's not playing any sort of, like, no. I'm not playing favorites. I'm not playing this whole, like, ah, oh, you guys are all right. And if Viol's happy, he's like, fuck that. Like, if anything is getting in the way of our goals yeah. right now, we got that's not happening. To do, Which bro. really kind of is a use, is kind of usurping um, Jing Sung's, a, Jin, Jin Sung, right? Jin Sung, Jin yeah. Sung's authority, in mm-hmm. a sense, right? Because mm-hmm. Jin Sung's like, leave it to me. I got it. Like, don't interfere. But now we have Karaka kind of putting his own orders out, which is directly, you know, conflicting with that because he's not mm-hmm. telling him, obviously. He's not He's not like, hey, I'm going to have guys put feelers out, right? Mm-hmm. So so that was very interesting, that whole um, that whole interaction right. that we have there, for sure. And, uh, you know, you ever play Mortal Kombat? Um, I mean, yes, I've played a game. Do you know, do you know the character Ermac? Mm-mm. Oh, damn. Not that's, a little bit. that's who, uh, if you look, if anyone out there knows Ur, uh, Ermac, that's exactly who Karaka reminds me of. Cause it oh, almost yeah. seems like, mm. yeah, like it, whatever he's cool anyway <laughs> so anyway, well, i just had to say he's got anyway, the mm, yeah, yeah, and he's cool yeah. so that's, that's all yeah, he's got like the nose and the thing yeah, so dude. anyway um so <laughs> then we get then we get back to wang he's talking to Ryun. he's like you're a guide she's like yeah he's like okay i want you to guide me to um bam's friends mm-hmm. and she's like well there's actually this really cool competition they have where this like weapons armory place is on x the, wor- the, amount workshop. Of floor. the workshop is on x amount of floors mm-hmm. and he's and she's like every five years floor. thank you uh well no i think there are multiple with the 30th floor there's uh well one that's chance. yeah that's there's the multiple main... but that's the words the yeah. first one they could get yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly um she's like you know every five years so for us it'd be in two years there's going to be a, you know, going to be a competition um, to basically obtain all those things. And she's like, if you want to go there, that's where they're going to mm-hmm. be. I promise you, yeah, right? Go so play she, the game of deal or no deal. So, and yeah, see so she win. already knows what's up. And it's really mm-hmm. interesting because it's like Isaiah was saying this where Reun just like kind of just knows, you know what I mean? Like all of these pieces of like who's doing what and where. And it seems like she always has like this like eagle eye. Well, keep in mind people. that technically they are being tracked because literally that she has fair. to under Hong Sung because if they fucking they want to kill them. and That's, that's true. Like and, and that was the, the point I made where it's like, I know she's the guy. Like, this mm. is quite literally probably her job to know mm-hmm. what's going on. Um, but I wonder, it makes me wonder, like, 
where her allegiance really lies, right? Because you yeah. see with like Jin Sung, right? For example, who is clearly a member of Fug and is clearly, you know, on the side here of opposing Jihad, but he, I, I think he's got a little bit more stake, at least now, in it than just like, yet yeah, we got to kill Jihad no matter what. Because ever since beating Bam, um, at least me personally, I believe that he's in the camp of like, Bam is starting to warm up his heart a little bit. And he's like, all right, you know what? Maybe, you know, maybe there's something here. Because again, there's a flashback we get later that, and that combined, I feel like, sort of with the lollipop metaphor that we get earlier, mm-hmm. where like, and even just his exchange with uh, Karaka, where it's like, I don't think, I, I think I know a little bit more about the camp that Jin Sung sits in. Um, but I can't say the same about Ryun. She's playing her cards a little bit, you know, like um, more cautiously. And it's like, it's not so easy to be like, all right, is she really just sort of like doing this because she's the guy? Like, is this like do the mission? You know what I mean? Get it done? Or is there like, what is the personal stake if there is any for her? And is it something that could ultimately, you know, triumph over her duty or her job or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, thousand percent. So then all, you know, with that being said, we get to see some of the OG squad again, yes. which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And we get kind of the banter between. Although I was a little cheated because I thought it was like going to be a genuine flip yeah, over to like, yeah. let's see how the crew is doing. And it's Shibasu, t- you know, talking to Kuhn over the phone, basically, while yeah, Enterosi and Anak argue in the closet or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. that is. Basically <laughs> saying like, this is where we're going to meet. So, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, get ready or whatever. And for them, I think they said... Uh, well, whatever. They're going to meet there when when the time comes. I don't want to scroll back too far. But anyway, that was really cool, though, to see that little snippet of them, right? Um, so then we get into some of um, the backstory in this in this chapter of um, Jin Sung. And um, so we get him to come in, right? And he basically, long story short, without going panel by panel here, essentially doesn't believe in Bam mm-hmm. at first. And is like, this kid's an irregular, like he's just an ordinary kid. Like there's something like, I don't think this is the path, man. Like, I, I don't think this yeah. is going to be it. And Han Sung is like, just wait, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, this kid is incredibly talented. <laughs> he's like, bro, I finished the all of tower of God. I know how this ends. <laughs> just run with me here. <laughs> Facts, right? Yeah. And they have these like small conversations each day, which I think is comical. Cause he's just, you know, Han Sung's with his coffee and he's just chilling in his robes. And it's like, they're just having, you know, a combo morning <laughs> coffee. Right. And he's just, you know, like uh, Jin Sung's out there just telling him his problems. So Jin Sung goes to show him an ability and um, essentially technique. explains Shinsu a little more, mm-hmm. right? Says to use the piercing technique, you approach the opponent there are many ways to do it but the strongest is the piercing technique and transfer uh and transfer a shock of shinsu within their body and vibrate the shinsu until it explodes because he basically explains that there's two forms of ways to use it right in battle shinsu is used in two different ways Correct. first shinsu is used to reinforce the body and second yeah. the shinsu in your opponent's Which body can be manipulated i believe explains you know obviously very vague and generally um how each of the different um positions right uh fight right how they use shinsu you have people i think like um, your lighthouses and your wave controllers that work more to use um, Shinsu. What was this? It's like the second method up there that he explains um, where it's not so much about reinforcing your own body, oh, but it's, it's manipulation about manipulating or controlling yeah, yeah. Shinsu in other people's is, bodies yeah. um, as opposed to probably, I would say, like your... Um, your spears, your spear throwers, and your fishermen who are more about reinforcing their own bodies so that they can fight with their own Shinsu. Mm-hmm. So it's, in, again, like, as far as, because this is actually an idea that somebody gave us for a future tier list episode, maybe, where they were talking about um, ranking different anime power systems. And I actually think Shinsu, at least recently, has really started, like, working its way up. And one, in my mind, one, just because of how much I still don't know about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's a pretty, on the surface, simple concept 
um, but I think like can be executed and from what I'm seeing so far has been executed in such a unique way because it actually because the bare bones foundation is so simple mm-hmm. you can really like move that shit around and you can really like in, like fuck with it and get some interesting yeah. combinations of things mm-hmm. so I, I just I don't know I just love Shinsu I love this the concept of how they how they fight here yeah I agree I think it's really cool um, so he shows him the technique, and this is an interesting couple panels here, because he goes, the problem is that you have to be in direct contact with the opponent, and your defenses will be down, but the power of the explosion is strong. Since it's a dangerous skill, you'll need to train for years to be able to use it safely, although there is a faster way of learning it. And he goes, uh, you know, and, and you know, Viol- or Bam goes, it's okay, it's better than somebody dying because I dodged. <sighs> and it's like, damn, dog. And... Uh, Jin Sung doesn't really like that answer, um, so he goes up to him and uh, and just blasts him um, because you know he was mad about it or does whatever he's got to do, you know, manipulates the Shinsu within him, and he's like, you know, again, kind of venting his problems here, and um, we kind of we learn that he kind of acts his whole family as well, um, yeah. so that's relevant, um, and that yeah, he's like this ruthless bit. mofo, right? Um, but anyway, so then uh, we get Ryun to come and talk, I guess a little bit of sense into Viol because she seems to be this like very good catalyst of like the, like the male, the male figure tries to like drill something into Viol's head, you know, whether it's like Han Song or, or, or whatever. And it's like, you know what I mean? You're going to do this. And then like Viol's just like, fuck you, just kill me. You know what I mean? But then Ryun comes in and it's like, but if you did this thing, you know what I mean? And then Viol's like, I will do that. You know what I mean? Like, he tries it. Yeah, she's very good at manipulating people and using her words. Yeah. I mean, she knows how to talk to people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so she kind of talks talks to him a little bit, reforms it, and then is like, you know, go ahead, give it a shot again. So then um, she's like, good luck. So then we, uh, Jin Song is like, did you just talk to him? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I just talked to him. She's like, why the, he's like, why the fuck did you talk to him? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, he's just going to probably try. Me? Yeah, he's probably just going to go try that technique again. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. What, what is wrong with you? You know, and, but this is the only way that they're able to really show him Jin Sung coming in from the mm-hmm. outside. Ryun and Han Sung have been monitoring Bam the entirety of this time. Sure. Right. So like Jin Sung's coming in and he doesn't he's underestimating mm-hmm. how right. powerful Bam can be. So he rushes over there. And what he realizes is that Bam uses the technique. And although he doesn't make the thing explode, he puts a crack in it. And just that in and of mm-hmm. itself is incredible, right? right? Like yeah. just the fact that he can do that on turn one, on mm-hmm. try number one right, right, is right. insane. So he goes and flashes back to like his apparent lover here, you know, that you'll never forget me and all that kind of stuff. And I think he sees now in bam, you know what I mean? It's like, I think this could actually be a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this could work. And uh, he kind of opens his heart up a little as it were. And, you know, it's like, all right, let's do this. Let's train. Um. Oh. Daddy Jin. Yeah, it was cool, man. Daddy so then Jin. we get into the last chapter here, which I know Gavin will probably like this one. We all did. This was a great comedic relief and uh, uh, yes, just in general. True. It was very, very You know, funny. it was awesome. So we get to the 77th the floor. Quant. They're in a forest. And essentially, long story short, Quant is just bitching the entire time. But Lero Rowe knows why he's supposed to be here. And eventually they stumble upon this <laughs> weird-ass game store house, like in the, the middle. This of is obviously dollar. a trap. Don't go in house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> Meanwhile, so, Quant's like, hey. Yeah, yeah, games, like, let's do it. And Lero Rowe, like, cautiously follows yeah. behind. You were going to say something, Gavin? No, I really like the animation style that they took on Quant, where it's more animated in him, like, towards being a kid. You know, it's not as yes. much, like, stern Quant. It's, like, like that. literal <laughs> little kid Quant. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's really it's really nice and refreshing. <laughs> yeah, so it's Coon Coon's game store or whatever. So they meet one of these Coons, who uh, seems to be the Coon that had met 
Raccoon. That was with Yuri. <laughs> um, yeah. That was that was with Yuri in the Lighthouse in season one. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm the owner of this place. Like, want to play some games?" So Quant's like, "Hell yeah, I want to play some games." So Quant gets stomped, literally in <laughs> fighters, in Starcraft, in like baseball, and all this kind of stuff. Lara Rowe is just like. <sighs> you're just an idiot, dude. Yeah. So Quant just like blows all of his money at this point. And uh, <laughs> so the guy's like, all right, you want to play one more game? And Quant's like, all right, let's do it. So they go outside um, at this point and they see this like makeshift jet looking thing. Quant's like, <laughs> eh? for real though? <laughs> yeah, he's like a real floating ship. He's like, it's not real, but it basically does the same thing. <laughs> what sold it for me was when he was like, yeah, but when you go inside, it's going to look like it is an actual ship, but it's not. And you're like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. And it's so yeah. funny because Quant's like, don't underestimate me. And yeah. He puts on the helmet right here. Yeah. And then he goes, I've got my floating plane driver's <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> that was so funny, man. He's like, I'm Dude, gonna I beat him, it. right? So he goes it. up and he goes to beat him, and all of a sudden the fucking yeah. Death Star is is Coon's <laughs> weapon of choice. And so Quant though doesn't give a shit and flies right into it, and then just gets fucking obliterated by it, which was hilarious. Oh. And so Lero at this point is like, all right, I'm not in the games like with like ah, uh, there's a reason I'm here. All right, yeah. like enough with the bullshit yeah, here. And Coon's like, oh really? Like okay, like Bro, are we gonna do? Look this? at that inventory though. Yes. Wait a minute. Sick, that dude. was so yeah, sick. Yeah, this was cool. It's like, oh, he's got a stand now? That shit was fucking dude. crazy, dude. He pulled that shit out. Ugh. That was really cool. Um, and they're just about to kind of go at it when Kuhn receives a call. And basically, it's from Mr. Uh, Huge and, you know, that he's supposed to be doing some sort of ulterior motive. We don't know what it is. So he's like, okay, like, you could come with me now because uh, Lara Rowe, what is his goal here again? His so Lara Rowe, so he's trying to get into um, the floor, uh, the wolf, wolf gang. Yeah, um, the what it, I forget how it's pronounced. The wolf ha- wolf hang sock. Or oh wolf yeah, wolf hot wolf wolf hawk song. Yeah, wolf hawk song. He's trying yes. to get into that group, and yeah, basically, um, Kuhn or Kuhn Kuhn, whatever his name is, <laughs> Kuhn Kuhn. is like, all right, like I'll give you, I'll let you instead of fighting, I'll pass you a deal. We're actually we need an intern right now, and we need you to help me with something. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. do that, I'll let you into the because he was initially going to block him from trying to do that. Exactly. But then when he gets the call, mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? We're actually looking for which is also for dope because that means that my boy Lero Rowe was going to come into contact with Viola soon, <laughs> and I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited. As soon as I saw that, I was like, yes, yeah. he's going to have his moment. Who the oh. regular is that they're referring to because that's clearly the it's, the cleanup job mm-hmm, there. Yeah. Um where he's like, "Oh, there's a regular that like needs taken care of." So I need No, it's Viola. Well, he, but he's not a regular though. And they know Well, that. well, I I think it's more Yes, but so so don't forget that Kuhn is a pole or a part of that that Wolf Wolfgang Nam thing yeah, yeah. on the 77th floor which who happens to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yurik. What did Yurik say in that last panel? You guys got to keep a better eye on him as in he calls up Kuhn and was like, hey, you got to keep an eye on this guy. Yeah, he, doesn't, even, he doesn't know that Viola isn't a regular, though. That is the big thing. So he would true. refer to him as a regular because all of the people, when they were in that test, that is true. were like, hey, we're all regulars. And all he had was that one-on-one. And I know what you're thinking where it's like, well, if he was that strong, he must have known there was something up about no, him or whatever. No, no, no. What like, I'm thinking is when he says that, he refers to him as a Slayer nominee, not a regular. Yeah, but I think it might be in purpose, like, of to kind of keep us, like, throw us in a weird loop, which, where it's like, what regular is this? Like, they wouldn't, like, if they were just to say in this panel, oh, we're going to send him after the next Slayer nominee, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, it's Viole. But it's kind of to keep a realm of mystery. In my Maybe. mind, they're going to my boy Viole. That's what I think. It could be. And, I, I just, yeah. I, I thought that when, I could be wrong, but I thought that last, after the first test that Viole and, um, you know, all the company take, um, 
that those exploits sort of like upped his publicity and, and, and the tower's awareness of him. And that exposed not his real identity, but just the fact that he, he's not some random regular like running up to yeah, the tower. Yeah, but Yurik isn't a part of that society, so he wouldn't know. And not to mention, if he's being told to, hey, look at this regular, Kuhn automatically wouldn't be like, all right, it's Viola. You know, no matter that, like the notoriety scale wouldn't go up that high. Not to mention, I don't think it would like, even it wouldn't be something that they need to know, you know, which yeah, is it makes like sense. a lot of people are out of the loop, you know yeah. what I mean? On this, like sometimes intentionally and sometimes not mm-hmm. depending on who they're working know. with. So that's my prediction. That, that's my big brain coom prediction. So big brain. Yeah. We'll see if that, Oh, by the way, out. I have to say somebody, uh, somebody was saying that we should cosplay as a uh, Gitang who is chicken little from Coons group. And we nominated you to cosplay. Oh, a hundred percent. hundred percent. I would rock that shit. Yeah, oh, I don't knew that. We knew that was coming. Yeah, because oh. I was like, dude, I want to oh. cosplay as Yurik, and then they're like, what other cosplays? And then they like threw that name out there. And I'm like, that's Gavin, a thousand percent. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Chicken Little is Gavin. Yeah. Yeah. Although I would want to rock love. I think I'd rock love. Love, I, I can see love. Yeah, love. you could do love. You could totally great, do love. Be a great yeah. love. That'd yeah. be awesome. We'll see. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Anyway, that um that concludes all the chapters that we read. Um, and we're very excited to get into the next uh, read through. Just mm-hmm. remember, obviously, if you are coming for the um, the live streams that we have changed the schedule as of now. <laughs> so that will be Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You could catch our Tower of God live streams. We'll also be Correct. live streaming on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. What we're live what we are live streaming, we don't know for certain yet. So we'll have to keep you in the loop yeah. on that one. We're trying to experiment with a couple things and put out feelers and see what works and what doesn't, et cetera. So anyway, we're really excited to get oh, into, 100%. you know, everything. It's like, these, it's just getting better and better. It's it just really getting better is. and better really as is. it goes, man. These characters are just so awesome. Fucking the community is awesome. This has just been yep. a godsend to our channel just in general. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be more excited to keep on going with this. But anyway, folks, until next time, that's all we got for you today. We'll catch you on the flip. Peace. Later. Peace.